Hello, and welcome to Organize Holistically. My name is Dana L'Oreal Morales, and I am your holistic process strategist. I help mompreneurs and side hustling professionals to develop, implement, and streamline processes in both your business and your personal life so that you can have better work-life balance and integration. Ladies, my guest today is Allison Scholes of Boss Lady in Sweatpants. Allison is a down-to-earth Instagram coach and podcaster. She helps mompreneurs build their Instagram presence through coaching, creative copy, and content. She hosts her podcast, Social Media for Mompreneurs, which by the way is awesome. And it helps busy moms build their brand online in just minutes a day, even when those minutes are hard to come by. I am so excited for you to hear this episode as I am with all of our guests. Um, she is really going to help you change your Instagram game. So definitely lean in and get the lessons today. Today's episode is brought to you by Organized Academy, where you learn all things organizing that will help you holistically balance your business and personal life so you can live the life you always dreamed of living. Learn more today and become a member by visiting organizedacademy.com. Hi, Allison. Thank you so much for being here with me today. Can you tell the audience a little bit about yourself and how you got into your business? Well, thanks for having me on your show, Dana. My name is Allison, but AKA uh, people know me as the boss lady in sweatpants. <laughs> yeah. And I am a podcaster and I am an Instagram coach and, you know, getting into my business, my business just kind of evolved over mm -hmm. time, but I was a mom with two kids. And I had that passion to, I want to build a business from home and I want to be able to work in my sweatpants. So. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I remember when I first uh, came across your podcast, I, I will get into how I got to know you um, <laughs> in a minute, but when I came across your po podcast and I saw your name, I was like, yes, like somebody who gets it. <laughs> someone who gets right and we've had the conversation before that my daughter absolutely loves not only your name but your podcast we were in the car the other day and she said mommy are we gonna listen to boss lady in sweatpants oh that is so <laughs> sweet I love that <laughs> yes so I was actually I found you through I'm trying to think of the show it was Stephanie Gass mm-hmm yeah. So I listened to one of her podcasts and you happened to be the guest that day. And that is what made me jump over to you because of some of the things that you were saying on there. And so then I, I think I joined your Facebook group and then your Instagram. I just started stalking you all over, <laughs> all over. Um, because that's okay. As long as it's only mama's stock, stalking right. me, right. And that's fine. And they're, they're wearing sweatpants even better. <laughs> Exactly. But yeah, I remember that I, I was pulled towards you because I was jumping over into the Instagram world. And I was like, oh my gosh, I really need some help because I, you know how you think you know a platform or you think mm -hmm. you know how something works and then you get there and you're like, mm, 
I'm not so sure about this. Like, I don't know if I'm doing this right. And so I remember just taking in all of the information that you had out there. So thank you for, for doing that. And I know that's part of your business, but I'm just going to say thank you just from me to you. Um, but one of the things I wanted to ask you is how did you end up making the transition to Instagram? Um, because I know that you're, you kind of alluded to it, that your business has had a lot of different, um, a, a different journey, right? Uh, do you want to talk a little bit about that? Yeah. So, you know, I probably five years ago when I had the idea of Boss Lady in Sweatpants, I really thought it was just going to be this online like mom blog. And mm -hmm. at the time I was involved with an MLM skincare company and I thought, well, maybe I can use my blog as a way to not only help other moms who are in the same situation where they're spinning their wheels, they might be at home with kids and they just, they're trying to figure out if there's something out there that they can do and build a side gig, you know, contribute financially just to help out or just feel like they have something that's theirs and they can be proud of it. And I was also looking for a way to sell these skincare products that I was into. And that's when I, you know, started really getting into social media. And I thought I was going to focus on Facebook, but then I was introduced to Instagram. And at first I really wasn't sure what Instagram was all about. And I thought, well, okay, I guess I just got to get on this platform and I'm just going to you know, post all my products all over and people are just going to flood to me and they are just just going to buy my skincare products. And, you know, I'm going to be driving that Lexus in two years. And I just thought it was going to be that easy. <laughs> and, you know, lo and behold, I was going nowhere on Instagram yeah. and I almost gave up on it, but there was something about it that pulled me in because at that time I was starting to notice other entrepreneurs. Mm -hmm. And when I started my website, I didn't really understand that term of, you know, being an entrepreneur. I was like, I just thought, you know, I didn't really know what that was or what mm -hmm. that looked like. So I really started watching what other people were doing at first mm -hmm. on Instagram. And then I got into a membership and this person was really teaching how to grow your business, how to choose the one platform that you want to focus on. Mm -hmm. And at the time I really enjoyed Instagram. So yeah. I dug my heels in the dirt and I was like, all right, this is going to be my platform and I'm not turning back. And I'm yeah. so glad I did because I really enjoy it. And I get, <clears throat> excuse me, I get that frustration, you know, all the time from women, like they get on, they're excited, right? Mm -hmm. We're excited. And then it's all of a sudden like, oh, wait a minute. Like nothing's oh, happening. This is a lot more yeah. than I thought. Yeah. So yeah. But that's how it started for me. And you know, Instagram is not overnight. I say that all the time, mm -hmm. and, you know, and lately there is so much more on there and I'm yeah. seeing more frustration. So my goal is to really give women the power back to use Instagram the way they want to use it. Uh, yes. Stop listening to what everyone else is telling you to do. No. Following what everybody else is doing. Yes. I mean, it seems like such so many cookie cutter things I'm seeing. And I think on one of your uh, posts or your 
blog, I, I don't know, podcast episodes or something, you made the comments like, just do you and stop trying to mimic what everybody else is doing. Stand Cause that's, what's going to make you stand out and want to make people follow you. Right. right? Exactly. Yeah. yeah. And I think it goes back to, um, you really need to clarify your own brand. Mm -hmm. What do you stand for? Yes. Who are you and how do people perceive you? Cause mm -hmm. we have to remember that our brand is really not what we say it is. It's what other people say it is. Everybody else. Yes. And what they need you is like, if I'm giving you what I need, that's not necessarily what you as my customer needs. Right. 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 So yeah. Yeah, I totally get that. And, and you're right. I mean, with Instagram, I, I've kind of had the same feeling as you and that it, it just resonated with me and that, you know, I'm very visual. And so being able to see the images and, and, and connect with people in, from a social standpoint as well. I mean, it just really holistically fit who I was, but it was not an instant gratification thing. Like I, I was out there posting, I'm like, okay, I'm getting like two, two likes or, you know, <laughs> no comments. And, and that can be very discouraging if that is your sole purpose. Like if, if that's what you need is to have some likes on your, on your post, then you may not be gratified. Whereas, you know, having the conversations and the communications and feeling like, you know, somebody, I think that that has a, that's a, that's a shift of your thinking. Right. And it goes back to your intentions. Mm -hmm. I, I say this all the time with my clients, like, well, why are you on Instagram in the first place? Right. Right. Like, clarify that for yourself because initially we might be drawn to it because that's what everyone's doing. Mm -hmm. You know, like everyone right now is on this clubhouse. Yeah. And I'm just like, well, I'm on it. And everyone's like, are you going to dive in? I'm like, I'm just going to see how it goes. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm going to let it play out and maybe eventually I will be on clubhouse and get active. I'm like, but I'm not going to turn my back on my one platform where people expect right. me to show up. Right. It's almost like an addition, right? So you, Instagram is your main and, and it's, my whole thing is it's okay to have more than one platform, but you're going to have that main place where you are always showing up, you know, and then that secondary, um, platform. That's kind of how I am with LinkedIn. Um, yes. Yeah. So that, when I, my secondary, yeah, when I plan all my content in my brain, I plan my content for Instagram mm -hmm. and for my audience on Instagram. And then I'll look at that and I'll say, what content can I repurpose mm -hmm. on other platforms? Still, so I still have a presence right. on the other platforms. I'm not totally like ghosting it. Mm -hmm. So like LinkedIn, I might only show up like twice a week, but yeah. I'm showing up with the same kind of content. I'm always sharing my podcast episodes. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. People know she's got the podcast yeah. and she's here to share her episodes. Well, and that's interesting because what a lot of people are, I think miss specifically with social media is that this, the audience that's on Instagram, isn't necessarily the audience that's on LinkedIn and, and Facebook and Twitter. They're all a little different. And so you can't treat them all exactly the same. And, and to your point, LinkedIn, because it is a professional network, I'm not going to go on there posting pictures of my daughter all the time, you know, right. because that's not what that audience is looking for. That's not what they're there for. Um, and so I think people need to realize that it's okay to post some of the same content, but at the same time, you have to be aware of your audience as well. Absolutely. Do you tend to post when you are, um, 
you know, spreading your content around, do you post the same content at the same time on all the platforms? Or do you kind of say, okay, on Instagram, I plan to post this on Monday. So on Facebook, I'm going to post this on Thursday. I do try to do that as best as I can. I like to spread it out, Mm -hmm. but there are times where, you know, you know, you're going to be busy if you're wrapped up in interviews all day, or if you're going to be wrapped up in a three-day mastermind, Mm -hmm. then I'm going to utilize a third party and I'm going to schedule my posts. Mm -hmm. So for example, I actually am starting to use Tailwind for Instagram. Mm -hmm. And then you can just click the little button for Facebook and it'll do Wait both of them at the same time, right? Wait a second. Like I knew Tailwind was Pinterest, but I didn't know you could do it with Instagram. Yes, you can. Okay. So I'm kind of on the Tailwind aspect now, okay. testing that. It's really interesting. They post on your behalf the same way they do Pinterest. You know, mm-hmm. they have all the times. Mm-hmm. They have the same thing with Instagram. So I can drag that post to the time I want. And they will post it on my behalf. Yeah. And then they'll put it to Facebook. So I am utilizing that a little bit just to test the yeah. waters, Yeah. see if I'm getting the same engagement, the same reach. Cause I try mm-hmm. to post in real time. I prefer to be there in the moment when yeah. I post yeah. so I can be engaging, but we always can't do that. It's right. not a perfect system. It's not a perfect world. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's interesting. You know, I, I sent you a message this morning about my whole reels experience. I, I was so excited. That oh my God. You should have seen me this morning. Like literally I was sitting there, I was going through, you know, the videos on my phone. I was like, oh, this is a little short one. Let me just go ahead. I'm just going to post it, you know? And literally I posted it. It was less than 15, 15 seconds. And I, I was just like, I'm just going to post this. And I put my phone down and went to do something else. And I came back, you know, an hour later and 3000 views, it floored me, especially because I had done a couple of little reels, not really having any intention and had, you know, a hundred, maybe 200 views over like a month period of time, you know, time. <laughs> and when I, I pulled it up right before I got on the call with you, the, it, so it's at 4,090 views now, 63 likes. And then I know my follower count is up by 3.6%. That's awesome. One post. And I was like, I have got to tell Allison this. <laughs> the power of reels. Yes. I know the power of reels. But I think when people are very, um, they're a little afraid to try a new feature mm-hmm. on any platform, stop watching what other people are doing. Yes. And utilize that new feature how you want to, mm-hmm. because that's how you're going to stand out. And that's what I keep telling somebody came up with the whole words with the point and then the music one person came up with that and everybody else copied it yeah. so it's, it's almost like having the mentality of let me be that first person that everybody else wants to copy you know yes yes and I always say and I know you've seen this on my Instagram and it's it's catching on but you know that I have a love for Marvel mm-hmm. and I love the villain Loki but I always I've say but when you're on, I'm just gonna tell the truth oh, oh no no like, who is this Loki person well, he's a villain. He is a villain in the Marvel series. Okay. And he is known to mimic other people mm. and transform what's going around or going on around him mm. at his own benefit. But at the end of the day, it never works for him. Mm-hmm. So I always say when you're approaching Instagram, don't be like Loki. Don't be like Loki. Mimic what other people are doing and don't try to transform 
transform your newsfeed. Don't try to transform your content mm -hmm. to look like somebody else because at the end of the day, it's not going to work for it's you. It's not going to work for you. Yeah. I'm going to tell you when I got on Instagram, you know, the big thing was the, the white space and having your Instagram feed look just right. And you had the images and I was like, you know, yeah, that's pretty just visually, but it's so, and, and no offense to anybody who's listening, who has their feet like this, but it's boring to me. It was boring. It was like, okay, yeah, it's just too perfect. And so I really want it for, for my particular brand. I, you know, it's colorful. It's happy. I mean, my business is the happiness bucket. So it's, you know, part of my brand is to be happy, to be colorful and to be authentic. And so I'm like, you know, let it just flow. <laughs> right. And you know what, if you're on brand and you're doing you and you're showing you and you're sticking mm -hmm. to, you know, your overall brand, you've, you've heard me talk about this brand yes. pillars, content categories, it will be cohesive because mm -hmm. you're sticking to your brand. And it makes it, sense for you and your yes. target market. Yes. Yeah. And I love that you brought up the perfectly cohesive feed. Cause I'm going to tell your audience right now, nobody cares about that anymore. That worked two to three years ago, yes. <laughs> but the biggest trend that you're going to see this year, 2021, the biggest trend is people are going to stop following the celebrity type mm -hmm. influencers and they're going to start following your everyday influence influencers. Everyday. It's more like me and you, because mm -hmm. people want to follow those who mimic of the same lifestyle. It's like, this is my life. Yes. I, they can relate to me because this is what they're experiencing. You yes. know, I, I told you I was visual. I love seeing organized homes and organized pantries like the next person. But the truth of the matter is our homes don't look like that on a daily basis. We don't have assistants coming in making sure our homes stay looking like that 24 seven. If you have right. children, if you have a spouse, like if you live by yourself, that's different. But if you have a spouse and children, more than likely your home is not going to look like that. And if it does, you're probably stressing yourself out to make it look like that. And so that is kind of my um, rule of thumb, I guess, with my clients is just like, this is not authentic. It's not, it's not specific to your lifestyle. You've got to um, build your processes for you and for your lifestyle and your family. And that's, what's going to be right. It's not what works for me. It's what works, works for you. Right. You yeah. Take the rules and you apply them. So, so yeah, I totally get that. Totally get that. <laughs> so I know that you have, I've got my notes. Y'all see me looking over here. Cause I took a little notes because I know that you, the, the, um, program that I actually got in on mm -hmm. that's the social brand accelerator. Do you want to talk a little bit about that? Yeah. So the social brand accelerator is really a DIY Instagram course and Instagram program, whatever you want to say. Cause I know we have a lot of busy mamas that really, we want to do it ourselves. And I mm -hmm. think that's just our nature. That's, I think that's just women in general. We're DIYers, right? Right. Right. So I created this program where it's initially set up to, for three main modules. And it's really the foundations to Instagram because the biggest question or the biggest frustration I hear from women is I don't know what to post on Instagram or I don't know how to get consistent on Instagram. Mm -hmm. And I always find with my clients that we always have to take a step back and take a hard look at their brand see what pieces are missing, see what kind of mindset shifts we need to have, 
Maybe we need to fine tune their ideal audience. So that's what the three main modules in this program does. It sets the foundation for Instagram. It gives you complete clarity and it's going to help you grow. Mm -hmm. So once you have those three foundations set up and ready to go, then there's all these bonuses in there where I give you the caption templates. I give you the stock photos. Um, I think there's a hashtag mania, uh, training in there this weekend. I'm putting in the Instagram reels. I know I'm going to be adding an Instagram stories kind of challenge in there, Mm -hmm. but you really have to have the foundation and you have to have the plan. And that's kind of my thing. You have to have the clarity on your brand. Mm -hmm. You need to have a plan. You need to create that plan and then you have to execute with consistency. Take the action. Yes. And you have to take imperfect action. I'm going to tell you right now, if you are looking at your feed, your news feed, and you're going to stop yourself from posting because your next picture doesn't fit, Mm -hmm. post it. Yeah. Just post it because someone out there, especially if it's super valuable information, Mm -hmm. someone out there needs it. Well, and the truth is when some, when you see a post come through your feed, it's not in, it's not beside all your other stuff. The only time you see that is if I've been drawn to come to your feed. So it's like, if you're thinking from a standpoint of your feed, you're missing out on the fact that you could be touching or connecting with someone in an instant. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So I know that you do a lot of challenges Mm -hmm. on your Instagram. How did you get into doing challenges? Was it just something that you start just randomly started or did you see somebody else doing it? Like, let's talk a little bit about that. Yeah. You know what? It was kind of random because I was starting just to get the same kind of questions and feedback and frustrations. And I thought, what can I give these women, you know, instead of just telling them what to do, Mm -hmm. I wanted to create a space where they're going to get immediate wins. And then they're also going to get support and um, accountability. Mm -hmm. So that's why I thought, why don't I create these little mini challenges inside my Facebook group? And it seems that people are really liking them. Yeah. So I'm doing the Instagram reels workshop, but the next week, cause once I teach it, then the following week, there's a five day Instagram reels challenge. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to set that up in that group where you're not only creating the reel, but then you're going to have women behind you that are going to come support you. They're going to engage with it. And when they engage with it, that's going to send, you know, information to the Instagram, Instagram algorithm that, wow this is getting a ton of engagement. So we're going to send it off to the explorer Mm -hmm. tab. And then your reach is going to explode. And you're going to do that for five days. So you're going to get the challenge. You're going to get the accountability and you're going to get support. Cause I think that's one thing that seems to be missing Mm. on Instagram when you're trying to grow is getting that support and real support, not the clickbait type here, follow me, follow me, follow me, but that's not your ideal audience, but yeah. Yeah. So that's my goal of my Facebook group is to give the accountability and the support Mm -hmm. so they can execute on Instagram with consistency and with confidence. That's really what it is. I really want to give people confidence. Okay. So you just open the doors, Pandora's (laughs) box, just open up. Okay. Bring it. (laughs) Okay. So you've got your Facebook group. You've got Mm -hmm. this, you've got the challenge going on. You're teaching it in the Facebook group then the cha- the challenges in the Facebook group and on Instagram proper. What 
line do you draw as far as what you're teaching in your Facebook group versus what you are teaching as part of a paid offering? I'm the type of person I don't hold anything back. Mm -hmm. I just don't. I don't think that's right because not, I don't think, you know, everyone is going to get different pieces of you in different Mm -hmm. types of content. Not everyone is going to consume everything that I put out. Mm -hmm. So even though I'm doing an Instagram reels workshop and challenge in my Facebook group, and I'm probably going to transfer that over to my social brand accelerator program, Mm -hmm. that doesn't mean everyone in my Facebook group is going to see it. Mm -hmm. And I really believe in over delivering. I will never under deliver. If I'm going to tell you, I'm going to teach you how to do reels. I'm going to tell, I'm going to teach you everything. And so do you add like extra things to your paid course or is it pretty much if you find me here, then you pay for it. If you find me here, you just have happen to get it. For yeah. Free. I will always give more. And my program is lifetime access. Mm-hmm. So like anything that I do in my Facebook group, I just let them know, Hey, the replay is only going to be up for a week. Or a uh, gotcha. Gotcha. So there you go. And Europe. then it comes down. So mm-hmm. it, you know, it has urgency mm-hmm. if you happen to grab it, but if you're in my paid course, you have lifetime access and I will mm-hmm. always be adding to it. That's how That's, I, feel. I think the perfect key is you do it in your Facebook group. You have the challenge, but the Facebook group pretty much falls off after a week or two or whatever your mm-hmm. limit is. And then it moves over to the paid course. Correct. Okay. Okay. That makes sense. Cause I really was, I was looking at your channel. I was like, no, she's doing these challenges, but I know she has the course and I'm sure this is in the course. So how is that, <laughs> how is all that working? But well, I, think- I think too, it adds to your social proof. Mm-hmm. Well, and the other thing is, I think, um, what was I going to say? I had it right there on the tip of my, <laughs> of my head. Um, w- with the challenges, you're getting the engagement, you're teaching, you're letting people know your teaching style. I mean, and that's, like I said, I ended up stalking you because I was in the group. I was seeing how, you know, the, the value that you were adding here. And I was like, okay, let me go over to the Instagram because that's where I want to kind of be. And that's what she's teaching and see how she's doing it. And that gave me the social proof that then, you know, when you offered the, the opportunity to get into um, the accelerator, I was like, oh yeah, definitely. I jumped on that. I was like, I want to be number one. <laughs> I get in here. So yeah, that, okay. So that, that, um, helped clear up something in my head. So, um, as far as I know that you were a photographer, am I making that up? So, yeah. So I love photography and I actually had a stock photo membership where each and every month I would deliver all the stock photos and caption templates for the month, Mm -hmm. but it just got way too much. And I, you know, I wanted to scale my business a bit. Mm -hmm. So I decided to shut that down and really concentrate on the podcast and on coaching, because what I noticed with the membership, and there's nothing wrong with memberships, if you love doing them and they work for you, great. Mm -hmm. But I wasn't having um, that connection with my members. Mm. It was just like, they would just go in once a month, they'd grab their captions, grab their photos and they would, you know, and I just, I, I don't know, it felt um, it just didn't feel right to me. I feel like I was not connecting with these women. And so that's why I decided to shut that down and go into the coaching space. And then I'm hoping in the future to, you know, really do some great group coaching and mm-hmm. masterminds down the road yeah. and really help, you know, women grow and scale and 
sore. <laughs> so when it came time for you to shut that down, because I know one of the things that I teach my clients is that, you know, it's okay to pivot in your business. It's okay to, so when something's not working to stop and ask yourself, why is this not working? What do I need to do? And sometimes the, what I need to do is to shut it down. Mm-hmm. So was that a, a hard decision for you to make, or was it kind of just an, just an epiphany one day and you said, this is just not working. Let me shift. I love that you bring this up because I actually wrote an article about it like last April and it was published in Thrive Global because it was one of those moments where my husband was out of town Mm -hmm. and I sat up at 11 o'clock at night because I could not fall asleep and I just sat up in bed and it just hit me on what I needed to do and I was pacing in the dark in my family room eating Keebler fudge sticks. And I remember having Ross Geller in my brain with the whole couch and the pivot. So that was actually, I think the title of my article, um, how Ross Geller and Keebler fudge sticks pivoted my business or something. (laughs) But it was, it was just like that moment where I'm like, I, I'm, I gave myself grace and permission to pivot and not hold on to something because if we're holding, yeah, if we're holding on to something, it's not working. Yeah. You just got to let it go. Yeah. And I don't believe that there's a lot of people are like, oh, you have to fail to grow. I don't believe in failure. Mm. I don't like the word failure. They're lessons. They're just little lessons or they're just just like little blips in the radar. That's like my new thing now, you know, Mm -hmm. like my kids with school and being home and trying to, you know, juggle home learning and all that. I'm like, it's just a little blip in the radar. It's Mm -hmm. fine. It's fine. <laughs> You're prepared for this. So yeah, that's awesome. I'm so glad that we're talking about this because it's such, I see so many people, especially right now with the pandemic and so many mm-hmm. changes have happened to people's businesses and they're trying to hold on to this, what it used to be. And I'm like, but maybe that's not what it was supposed to be. Right. Maybe this was, you know, I truly believe that God puts, they, he prepares us for where we're supposed to be. And sometimes it's us who aren't, we're the ones who aren't doing what he has prepared us for. And sometimes he has to put things in our place to just force us to do what we're supposed to be doing. And so um, I know a lot of people are, are, are dealing with that right now because of the pandemic. And um, I just wanted to give them just some encouragement of understanding, like, it's okay. It's okay. It is. Yes. yes right? Yes. That shift. So you have two boys. I have two boys, 16 boys. and 13. And so I know you've been dealing with homeschooling as well. Yes. <laughs> now, are they um, at home full-time or are they kind of in this limbo virtual in-person situation? So right now they are full-time e-learning at home, but in the next few weeks, they will pivot to a hybrid, which Uh they will be in school two days a week at home, three days a week. So it's a lot of juggling of the Mm -hmm. calendar, but that's okay. You know, they're my priority and my family comes first and my business comes second. I was about to ask you, what does that schedule look like? And I think that's important for people to understand. It's okay to put your business you know, as the second or third level (laughs) item on your list. Yeah. Well, if anyone is struggling with this, if you feel like you're pulling your hair out and you're trying to figure out what you need to do every day is I sat down over Christmas break and I brained up all of the non-negotiable items that Mm -hmm. I need to do every single week. Mm -hmm. And then I kind of categorize them because 
you know, now I have like set days of the week on what I do mm-hmm. instead of me just having this long to-do list because it'll right. never end. Right. So now I have, you know, I categorize, like I categorize my Instagram content. I categorize my days of the week, mm-hmm. what I'm focused on, on those days. Yeah. And then I time block around my son's schedule because there are certain classes that I know he needs my assistance mm-hmm. and help. So I will make sure that I have nothing mm-hmm. going in on that time block. Yeah. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. I tell you my daughter's seven. And she goes to a monastery school. So they are very hands-on, very, uh, the stuff they're learning. I'm like, I don't, I don't even know that. And (laughs) I'm an adult. What the heck is going on? Um, So it it has been a struggle. She, their school has been in person the entire, well, starting this school year. Um, But then during the Christmas, like right after Thanksgiving, they went virtual in anticipation of the numbers going Mm. up. So she just went back to school uh, Tuesday. And so um, I was very thankful. (laughs) You know, but it made you really, like you said, really focus in and say, what has to be done? How am I going to get this done? And then all the other things that I tend to add to the list, are they really important? And where do Mm. they fall in the priority list? Because there are so many things that we tend to focus on that are so not important when it comes to our business. Right. And this is forcing people to really stop and say, okay, do I really need to be focused on that today? (laughs) Well, I like to set 90 day goals Mm -hmm. because I'm a multi-passionate person and I want to create everything and anything under the sun. Right. And I just want to help everything, you know, everybody with everything. Mm -hmm. So anytime I get like an idea, Mm -hmm. um, I actually have a Google spreadsheet where I have, you know, my five days of the week, and then I have, um, brain dump ideas next to it. That's what I call it. So it's always kind of there it's lingering, but I look at that new idea. And then I look at my current 90 day goal and go, Mm -hmm. will this idea move the needle on Mm -hmm. my current 90 day Mm -hmm. goal? Yes. If the answer is no, it stays in that log Mm -hmm. and and I'll visit it, you know, in the next 90 days and see. I think that is so important. What I'm a project manager by day. So what I ca- call that is the backlog. So all mm. of the ideas that I have pretty much like you do, it goes into this backlog and I identify what is my focus for the month. I mean, I do it quarterly kind of, kind of like you do, but for the month, I'm like, I did it quarterly, but then I'm going to focus on this month and what is in this month's focus. Mm-hmm. And I'm not touching anything else that doesn't meet this. Um, and I think that that is, we've got two people here that are doing the same thing, different ways, but pretty much the same way. Right. I think that that's so important, specifically for a side hustling entrepreneur, because we have so many things going on. And if you're a mom, you work a full-time job, you're, you know, you have an entrepreneurship, plus you got to take care of yourself right? <laughs> and all of that and your household. Like there's so many things going on. You cannot do it all. You just can't. Yeah. So tell me what, um, from an organizational standpoint, what is the biggest thing that you struggle with? Ooh, are we talking business or home? Either one. Probably home as far, just having my kids here 
being organized with like household chores. I used to be so much better with that in the past, but now that we talk about this, I know that I have laundry in the dryer and mm -hmm. I can guarantee it's going to stay there till tomorrow. <laughs> hey, <laughs> I mean, yeah, you know, I, it, it's the, it's the household chores. It's the mm -hmm. constant, you know, it's on the corner of my eye going, I need to do that. Mm -hmm. When am I going to do this? So I'm, I have not yet found a good way to time block the household chores. And number mm -hmm. one, who likes to do it? Like who likes to my, do it? Right. Only my mother. My mother loves to clean. And I'm just like, I don't know who you are. <laughs> who are who you? Who are you? No, no. You are I don't not like to cook like either, Loki so. on that one, are you? No, no. I will not mimic my mother. <laughs> yeah, my husband, it was so funny when we got married, he used to joke with my mom because she is always washing something. He's like, Your mom loves to wash. So that's our big thing. We're like, just stay with mom. <laughs> <laughs> but I was like, no, I do not love to wash. My daughter loves to wash clothes. And I'm like, you can have that. <laughs> now does she put them in the dryer and actually folds them? She will put them, she will wash them and put them in the dryer. And then she says, it's our job to fold them. And I'm like, if it's your clothes, you fold them. If right? my clothes are towels or something else, I'll handle that. I will own that. But yeah, she, one day she decided she got the little bee in her bonnet. She heard I was washing. She said, mommy, I want to help. So we, we did a little lesson plan, gave her all her little steps. And so she does it. And I'm like, go for it. <laughs> well, that's cool too. And I think we need to keep that in mind that we are only one person. And mm -hmm. if your kids are home, give them their own things yes. to do because it teaches accountability. It does. Because I don't pay my kids money for chores. Me either. Because I said, guess what? When you move out, no one's paying you to clean your place. Well, hello, you are part of this household. I don't get paid to do the right. chores. <laughs> In fact, yeah. you pay me. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I mean, I, I appreciate them and I tell them I appreciate them mm -hmm. and thank you for helping out. This you know, your reward is we're going to do fun on the weekends and I'm going to yeah. Well, when we can go out for movies again. Right, and, right. You know. But I mean, like, that's their contribution to the household, is my <laughs> opinion. And so I'm like, if I have to contribute, you have to contribute. And this is what you're capable of doing. You know, one of the things that, that I talk about all the time is like, sometimes as parents, we hold our kids back from doing the level of things that they are capable of doing. And so I remember when she, we were going through this whole washing thing, she, one day she went in and started washing on her own. I wasn't in there. My husband didn't know we had had this conversation and <sighs> process. So he comes, he's like, what are you doing? And so I hear them going back and forth. I'm like, what is going on? He's like, she's in there messing with the clothes. It's like, babe, she knows how to do it, you know? <laughs> and he realized like, oh my gosh, she knows how to do this. I'm like, don't stop progress. Okay. Right. Right. <laughs> well, and they have to learn their own lessons just like mm -hmm. we do as adults. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I noticed that's hard now with my kids, especially my youngest being home with the e-learning. Mm -hmm. I, I want to be a little more involved with his schoolwork. Um, and I have to keep telling myself, no, if he was in school, I would not be sitting right next right, to him at his desk. Right. But, and it's hard. It, it's hard to pull back when you're mm -hmm. such a nurturer and a giver, but yeah. you know, and it's our lessons to learn as well. It is. And it's funny because that you say that her teacher told us, don't be in the room. Like we can be in listening distance, but they are supposed to log on to zoom by themselves. They're supposed to submit their homework by themselves. Like, and 
it was hard in the very beginning, but yes. after a while I was like, oh my gosh, she knows that device. So, you know, she's just like, mommy, no, I got it. I got it. And, you know, yeah. she does it. And so I think even with organization and chores around the house and, and different things like that, that we have to trust our kids and encourage our kids. And in some cases we may have to force them, <laughs> you Bribe. know, but to contribute <laughs> and to do things. Cause what I hear from my clients a lot is, well, they say they don't know how well, they probably don't know how, have you taught them Mm -hmm. or, you know, or is the way that you taught them, not the way that you do it. Well, that's not what I'm trying to say. You taught them one way they're doing it, but they're doing it a different way. It doesn't mean they're doing it wrong. They're just not doing it your way. And so, you know, learning to just kind of pull back and say, you know, I don't fold the clothes like that, but as long as they're getting folded, who cares? Right. Right. It was funny. One day, um, my daughter was folding her pants and she was, this was, I want to say she was like five or something. And so she, I normally fold pants, you know, you fold them in half and, and do it like that. Well, she had them laying down and she took the legs and she folded them up. And then, and I was like, what do you, that's baby, that's not right. And she fold. she said, mommy, I got it. Folded up twice and folded in half. Perfect folded pair of pants I'm floored and I'm like okay I need to fold my pants like that <laughs> you know it's amazing what we can learn from our kids right so yeah I, I'm a big proponent of that big proponent of that so that is awesome anything so that was personal any business side of the house I, you know what, I feel pretty good about business side, but once in a while, I do have to remind myself to pull away from my business. Mm. That sometimes it can be hard because you're just in your groove or you really want, I'm the type of person I don't like to leave things undone, mm. you know, and I like to do the little checking of the, checking the box. Yep. Checking the box in my calendar, but there, you know, you do have to pull yourself away. And I do find when I do pull myself away and do something that's totally not related, mm-hmm. when I come back to it, I have more energy and more I was about to say, you to have more energy. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So you're full-time in your business, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. So do you have set office hours or are you just coming in and just getting to work? Yeah. I mean, I, I try to set office hours, but with the kids schedule, mm-hmm. you know, I really give myself grace and, yeah. and I'd really, tr- I'm really strict on routines. So I stick to a morning routine. I stick to um, my exercising and how many mm-hmm. days of the week I do it. They may not be on the same day every week, mm-hmm. but I stick to that schedule. Yeah. And then I also stick to my you know, priorities on the days of the week. So Mondays is always my social media planning day where Wednesdays is always my podcasting day. So on that day, I will be interviewing, I will be editing, I will be pitching. I don't know if it's going to be, yeah, right? (laughs) Uh, And I'm handing out juice boxes. Get out of here. That was so funny. She said, mommy, but why is she in the Because I'm hiding from my kids or really it's hiding from my barking dog. She's hiding. She's hiding. That is awesome. All right. Well, I... Do you have an offer or anything? I know that you have the accelerator that you want to talk Mm -hmm. more about that. I want to give you the opportunity to tell people about your offers. 
Well, if they want, I have a load of freebies. So the best place to find that to get to know me and grab my freebies, it's bossladyandsweatpants.com forward slash resources. That's probably the best place to start. Awesome. But I do have an ebook that covers Instagram and it's to help female entrepreneurs, you know, explode their engagement in as little as 30 days. It's really kind of like an Instagram makeover in 30 days. And that's only seven bucks. Cool. And then of course it's my program or my one-on-one mentorship. So there's a whole range of ways people can work with me. Awesome. Guys, you definitely got to go out and check Allison out. Thank you so much for connecting with me today. I so appreciate it. Thank you, Dana. And great. I'll stalk you later. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much for listening to this podcast today. And I hope you found something that will help you in your organizing journey. If you did, consider leaving a comment or review so it will help others know the value that you received. For more information regarding this or any other episode, visit dlmorales.com. And as always, do something today to fill your happiness bucket. I'll see you next time.